0: my name is dr. free and thank you so much for listening to this episode let me ask you a question would you like to live a life free from guilt from shame and condemnation if the answer is yes then listen real close in this episode I will show you exactly how you two can live a life free from guilt free from shame free from condemnation so that you live a happy life so that you have a peace of mind to do the things that God has created you to do. Most recently in the United States, the president commuted the sentence of his friend, Roger Stone, which resulted in a heated debate across the country. Some people said this Was wrong. This is the abuse of power, the most corruption thing that a president has ever done. And some were arguing that actually his right to commute this guy's sentence and the guy was accused, actually not accused, but convicted for lying to the FBI and to Congress and obstruction, some sort of obstruction of justice or something. He was convicted. And he got his conviction commuted by his longtime friend, the President of the United States. Obviously, we've titled this episode, The Pardon. And we're going to take a look at the authority that the U.S. Constitution gives or has given to the President of the United States to be able to forgive people's wrongdoings and the reason this roger stone thing was you know people some people were mad some people were happy about it is because the case relates to the person who pardoned him or who commuted his sentence so it kind of a little bit conflict of interest but in this case he did it and that whole debate has kind of disappeared from society already it seemed like it was a long time ago but it just happened recently so The President of the United States, according to the Constitution, has the power to do that. And we'll take a look deeper into that article, that article, and really understand what is in there. And then we'll contrast that, the authority given to the President to forgive or to pardon people's wrongdoing, and the power given to the Son of Man to also pardon our wrongdoings. And we want to contrast that and and see what the differences are here and which one is more. So let's look at the authority to pardon someone, the authority to commute or forgive someone's wrongdoings against the United States, right? So the U.S. Constitution, the main article, the federal pardon in the U.S. state, in the U.S., the pardon power for offenses against the United States is granted to the President of the United States under the Article 2, Section 2 of the United States Constitution, which states that the President shall have the power to grant reprieves. So, reprieves is to cancel, to postpone the punishment of someone especially someone condemned to death. So, the death penalty, they can reprieve that. And the pardon is the action of forgiving or being forgiven for an error or offense. For example, you could say that someone obtained the pardon of the president for his sins, right, against the United States. So, the constitution states that the president shall have the power to grant reprieves for offenses against the United States, except in the cases of impeachment. And I think some time ago, the president was talking about how he has the power to pardon himself if he was impeached and faces removal. The U.S. Supreme Court has interpreted this language to include the power to grant pardons conditional pardons, commutations of sentences, conditional commutations of sentences, remission of fines and forfeitures, respites and amnesties. So he has some powers there to, to forgive and every president of the United States, and I'm not making the case for any specific president, we are just looking at the, the constitution and the power, the authority that it gives to a man who is in that office to be able to forgive your wrongdoings against the country. When you look at the FBI, the police, they all have some sort of leeways to forgive when you make a deal with the FBI, if they find you doing something wrong or you are arrested for something and you have some other tend to, if you cooperate with them, to give them the bigger fish that they are looking for, they can let you off the hook. And and also when the police pull you over, sometimes they have the power to let you off with a warning and let you off the hook, so to say, right? So they all have some sort of authority to be able to really let you off the hook if they want to. So let's take a look at the last three presidents of the United States and the authority and how they use this authority during their time in office. George W. Bush, for example, commuted or pardoned 200 people during his term in office. President Obama pardoned or commuted or rescinded the conviction of 1,927 people During his time in office, President Trump, as of date, has pardoned or commuted or rescinded the conviction of 36 people, 36 people in total. So when you look at Bush, for example, some of the popular people that a lot of people were talking about was Louis Scuder, Libby, or Louis Louis Libby, he was assistant to the president, George Bush, and the chief of staff to Dick Cheney. And he, she, this person was convicted of perjury in connection with the CIA leak that came up during Bush time. So that was a notable one to take note of. And he p- pardoned other people that most of us are not familiar with these people. And when you look under Obama, Obama pardoned some controversial people as well. This person in particular, Chelsea Manning, a U.S. Army whistleblower, convicted of cost marshal in 2013, I think it was July 2013, she was sentenced to 35 years in prison for providing classified documents to WikiLeaks, and Obama commuted her sentence on January 17, 2017. He went on and pardoned so many people, up to 1,927 people. On the other hand, Trump also, since being in office, has commuted or pardoned some controversial figures, as you may already know. One of them is Joe Aleppo, the former sheriff of uh, county, a county in, in Arizona, this immigration stuff. So he got pardoned when he was convicted back then. But I think with with Trump, the most controversial one that I talk about was the Roger Stone, the most recent one as of date of this episode. Roger Stone, a longtime political operative and a friend of Donald Trump, was convicted on the charges of witness tempering, obstruction, an official proceeding, and five counts of making false statements in the course of inhibiting the investigation of the Trump campaign by Robert Morris. He was sentenced to 40 months in prison, but on July 10, 2020, the president commuted the sentence of Roger Stone when he was ready to report to prison. These type of pardons and commutations and forgiveness, they are very selective. And one thing about this authority is that it doesn't actually also erase your conviction record. It doesn't clean you up completely. You still have a record. You're a convicted felon. You have that record on your record. And according to the justice.gov, while the presidential pardon, according to the Justice.gov website is while the presidential pardon will restore various rights lost as a result of the pardon offence and should lessen, to some extent, the stigma arising from a conviction. It will not erase or expunge the record of your conviction so you still have a record even though you end up not going to prison and all that it didn't just wipe you reset your life it didn't reset your record it didn't take any it didn't wipe it out. so if you're a regular guy and you go to look for a job or you apply for something and they ask you that question do you have any prayer record you still have to make that clear that this happened and i was pardoned okay so We've seen here that the constitutional the man's authority to pardon your wrongdoings or you can call it sin your sins is not really 100% forgotten it's not 100% erasing your past and giving you a clean sheet to start all over only god I'll say this again only god only god pardons Only God commutes, only God forgets, and 110% erases all of your wrongdoings, both yesterday, today, and forever. Only Him forgives and forgets. He doesn't remember your sins. He doesn't remember your wrongdoings of yesterday. He doesn't remember it today, and he will not remember it tomorrow. He said in Psalm 103 verse 12, that as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed your transgression from you. As far as the east is from the word, so has he removed our transgressions from us. There is therefore no condemnations. He has pardoned our wrongdoings. When he hanged on the tree, he pardoned our wrongdoings. And then he said in his word, there is therefore no condemnation. He doesn't condemn anymore because he has removed our transgressions from us. In Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2, he said, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who operate through the power of Christ, the Christ that we dwell in when you do things through him. There is therefore no longer condemnation. He said in verse 2, For in Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life, not the law of the flesh, not the law of beauty, not the law of makeups and shavings, Not your five senses, not the law of your five senses, but the law of the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin that has to do with your flesh, your five senses, that law of the spirit of life has completely set you free from the law of the sin and death, the... Now, listen to this, though. He has set you free completely, and he, he's forgotten your past. He's forgotten your wrongdoing. He will never hold you again, hold those things against you ever again. But listen, in the flesh, though, when you continue to live like that, when you continue to do the things you know when you look at the mosaic law the moses law thou shalt not do this thou shalt not do that thou shalt not do this and you go and do those things even when your sins your wrongdoings has been forgiven and that is 110 percent sure it's done it's settled nothing can change that however when you continue to operate in the physical and committing these things that He's told you not to do, that shall not kill. And you kill someone. Guess what? You're going to spend some time in prison. I was watching this investigation show the other day, and this young man, about 17 years old, killed someone. And the the, the investigator asked him, "Do you know how much time you, how old you'll be when you get out of prison?" The guy is 17. He said, "Maybe 25." the investigator laughed and said son you're going to spend about 50 you'll be about 50 something by the time you get out he has no clue that he's going to spend that much time in prison so the consequences of continuing to do the things that you have been set free from has its own consequences that shall not commit adultery and if you commit adultery then you have a kid If the the, the person gets pregnant and you have a kid, guess what? You will continue paying child support for 18 solid years. I have friends who unfortunately found themselves in that situation and they are struggling paying this child support thing for so long. Of course, it's your kid. You got to take care of them. But those are the consequences that you have to face in the physical when you continue to commit those wrongdoings. But when it comes to the the true the true forgiveness, Christ the for in Christ Jesus the law of the spirit of life has set you free. He has set you free from the law of sin and death. You must know who you are. In this show we always Talk about who you are. So when you understand who you are, it sets you free from the law of sin and death. And you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, the desires of your five senses, when you understand who you are. In First 1 Corinthians fifteen, forty-five, so it is written: The first Adam became a living being, and the last Adam alive giving spirit. So understand who you are. You are a life-giving spirit. If you believe in Christ, if you have received him, if he is your savior, you are now become a life-giving spirit. Listen to the episode called false identity and you understand what I'm talking about here because in that episode, we went deeper to identify who you are. So I'm big on helping people understand who you are because I believe that when you understand who you are, you live in victory. When you understand who you are, you have a peace of mind. When you understand who you are, you know that there is therefore no condemnation to those who understand and know who they are. So the pardon. We have been pardoned. Our wrongdoings have been pardoned. Our wrongdoing have been commuted. The blood of Jesus erased it all. And he said he will never remember those. He can't actually remember because it's no longer in existence. Know who you are. Know that there is therefore no condemnation for you. Regardless of what happens in your physical life. Regardless of what happens in your five senses, you have been forgiven. And therefore, because you have been forgiven, you stay away from things that will put you in trouble with the law of the land. Let me share these nine scriptures that will convince you that all of your violations, your wrongdoings are all commuted, pardoned and forgiven for good. You have no record anymore. There is therefore no record of wrongdoings in your life. For those have been forgiven, have been commuted, have been pardoned through and by the blood of Jesus. So the nine Bible verses that I want to share let's start with 1 John chapter one verse 9 first John chapter one verse 9 he said that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness from all wrongdoings, from all mistakes that we have made all mistakes and missing the mark. He said, if we confess, he is faithful and just to forgive and he has forgiven. So if you haven't done it, go ahead and do that right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you and I confess my sins and I ask that you forgive and wipe all of my wrongdoings away and cleanse me from all unrighteousness if you did that he has forgiven you and that record that you used to have doesn't exist anymore second corinthians 2 13 so verse giving you nine bible verses the first one first john 119 and then the second one is second corinthians 2 13 Say so you were once dead because of your failures and your uncircumcised corrupt nature, but God made you alive with Christ when He forgave all of your failures. That is so awesome. This is from Colossians 2:13. Say so you were once dead of your failures, your mistakes, your missing the marks. You were living in your flesh. Therefore, you were dead. But God has made you alive again. He has risen in you with Christ when he forgave all of your failures. The third verse here, scriptures here, First John chapter 2, verse 12. He says, I am writing to you, little children, because, listen to this, I am letting you know by writing to you because your wrongdoings, your missing the mark, your unrighteous acts have been forgiven through the name of Jesus. Through his name, he has forgiven. It has been forgiven. You must change the way you think about sin, Christ hung on the tree and he forgave it all. That when you confess and you believe in that, he permanently has deleted your background and given you a clean slate. That clean slate could not be contaminated ever again. Number four, Psalm 32 verse two. Blessed is the person Empowered is the person, empowered to succeed is the person whom the Lord no longer accuses of sin and who has no deceitful thoughts. You are blessed. Number five, Psalm 103, verse three, he forgives all your iniquities and he heals all your diseases. He has forgiven all your iniquities and he has healed all your diseases. And he said about this disease stuff, he said, With his stripes, you were healed. That is so awesome. Number six, Romans 4, 7. Romans 4, 7. Blessed are those whose violations are forgiven. And whose sins are pardoned. So, when you you take a look at this statement in the Bible, which is more powerful than the U.S. Constitution that gives the president authority to commute or pardon your, your wrongdoings to the country, and you still have the record hanging on you, wherever you go, they check your background, they will still see that. This is true forgiving, this is true pardon. This is true commutation. He said that in Romans 4 7, blessed are those whose violations are forgiven and whose sins are pardoned. Number 7, Psalms 85, verse 2, Psalm 85, 2. You remove your people's guilt. You pardon all their sins, seller. Pause and think about it. He has removed your guilt. He has pardoned all your sins. Pause and think about that. Number eight. Luke 5.20. Luke 5.20. When Jesus saw their fate, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. And the Pharisees, the people who were around said, this guy is blaspheming. He thinks he can forgive sins. And he asked them, which one is easier? Forgiving this guy's sins or telling him to pick up his mat and walk. And therefore he said to the, the man, pick up your mat and walk. He knew that he has been authorized. Far better than the U.S. president. Far better than what the Constitution gives to a president. He has the authority to forgive sin and to wipe it clean. So he did that. That was Luke 5.20. And the last verse, number 9. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind to each other. Be sympathetic. Forgiving each other as God has forgiven you through Christ. God has forgiven, already forgiven you through Christ. So then be kind to each other. Be sympathetic to each other. Forgive each other when they wrong you. As God has done for you. Take that mantle and do it for others. So let's see what is in for you. What you need to do. You don't need to do anything about being clean or receiving forgiveness. The thing that you only thing that you have to do is that if you confess, is forgiving you. So what do you have to do is accept his forgiveness today. Accept his forgiveness today and forgive yourself and others. Forgive yourself. Regardless of where you've been, regardless of where you are today, regardless of where you might find yourself tomorrow, forgive yourself in others. Forgive. Then know who you are. Strongly believe that when you know and understand who you are, You will never, never walk in guilt again. You will never walk in any condemnation again. You will live in peace knowing that you have been pardoned completely. Set free from everything that you have done in your past today. Know that you have been commuted. All your wrongdoings have been commuted. All your wrongdoings have been pardoned. Everything is forgiven. So when you understand who you are, you walk in absolute conviction that you are free from any wrongdoings through and by the blood of Jesus. Let me pray for you. I thank God that he has made you who you are today and he has forgiven all of your sins, all of your wrongdoings everything that you think you have done wrong. And that is why you are in the situation that you are in today. God has forgiven you in the name of Jesus. Therefore, today I declare over you that you are the righteousness of God. You are a life-giving spirit in the name of Jesus. And because you are a life-giving spirit and you are the son of God, you know who you are. Today, you are the righteousness of God. You are the just of God. Therefore, walk like it in Jesus' name. I declare that you will begin today walking in your righteousness. And because you walk in your righteousness, I declare over you that no weapon will form against you. No tragedy shall befall you. Your going out is blessed and your coming back home is blessed. Everything you put your hands to succeed in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever you desire today, I command it to manifest in your life in the name of Jesus. I pray for God's protection over your life. No disease shall befall you. You shall not be affected by this coronavirus thing. And we thank God that this coronavirus came to an end and you were intact in Jesus' name. I pray that you find it, that which you seek. In Jesus' name. The Bible says, seek and you shall find. I thank God that you have found it. Now, in Jesus' name. Receive that. If you have lost your income, I pray for replacement right now. Even better one right now with minimum of 25% increase. In Jesus' name. So, Father, I thank you. I give you praise that you have forgiven completely, hundred and ten percent, erased our wrongdoings, our sins, our mistakes, our missing the mark, and you have given us a clean sheet, a brand new life that you'd never ever will remember our wrongdoings ever again. In Jesus name. Amen. Again, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe right now and tell your friends and family to subscribe today.